Good evening, everybody. Welcome back. It has been about a month that I've done an episode. How are you guys doing? I hope that you are all well. I am on vacation from work. I'm not actually on a vacation. I'm doing a staycation. Much needed staycation. It's still the first day that I was off and it doesn't really feel real yet. I don't really know how to let it sink in that I can relax. I did take a bubble bath today though, but that's a common occurrence. And I actually wanted to take a second one, but there was somehow no hot water. I don't know where the hot water tank is in my building, but I guess I wanted to take this bath when a lot of people were taking their showers. (laughs) So I was a little bit disappointed, but I guess it's being a little bit excessive taking two bubble baths in one day. But hey, I'm on vacation. So, um, I actually, um did go live on my pod site for Transparency Therapy. It's um, transparencytherapy.ca. I haven't made all of the updates there that I want, but for now it's just a site that you can use to listen to the podcast, and I'm going to be posting uh, other things on there as well to come. But for now it's just a bit kind of like a vessel for the podcast. I apologize for the audio. My headset mic is making a really weird buzz, so I'm just recording on my phone right now. Um, I'm literally lying in bed, and my voice sounds a little bit off as well, but whatever. So today, I want to talk about being triggered and um, what that really means, why it's important, and what I've learn from it. So what do I mean by being triggered? I mean, what is going on when I notice that I become upset or suddenly anxious or um, feeling emotional? Sometimes it's hard to notice that you've been triggered, but one way to realize you have is if you start using your coping mechanisms. So for me, my main coping mechanism is is eating. So if suddenly I find myself with like a chocolate bar in my hand, I'm like, oh, <laughs> what's going on? Because it's taken me a while to realize, but when it comes to food, I don't really eat because I'm hungry. I, I do sometimes eat when I'm hungry, but it's not going to be a chocolate bar. So if ever I have something that's kind of unhealthy... It's because I'm triggered. Another way to know your triggers is is if you feel angry at someone. And um, I guess that's kind of what I want to talk about specifically. Because I think the the anger does come first or the feeling. I, I don't know if actually I would say anger, but more like your insecurities are triggered. Because I think that's truly what anger is. I think someone argue that 
anger is important and that you are supposed to feel upset when someone wrongs you. And I, I think that, yeah, you might feel hurt, but I think anger and really spiraling and frustration and that is, is a bit of a useless emotion. And I really get turned off by very angry people. They actually scare me, and I think it's, personally, I think it's a sign of, of, I don't want to say dangerous personalities, but I, I think it's, it's a bit of a clue into who this person might really be. But the important part is not focusing on what the other person is doing and not trying to be like, look, this person um, did this thing and it was wrong. I think what's interesting is to, to look at why it's hitting you so hard. Why is this person meaningful enough to you for them to be able to hurt you? Are they hurting you because it's something that's true or something that you believe is true? Is it one of your insecurities? Or are they acting in a way that that you might have acted like in the past and you're ashamed of? And so it's bringing up your own insecurities and your own shame. And, and now you think maybe, oh no, I'm better than this person now. Or... Is it just taking you back to a place of a very bad situation that you've been in before? One thing that I've been struggling with is knowing if me being triggered by someone is is a sign, like is it a red flag? Or is it me being hypersensitive about a certain personality trait and always concluding that it's this horrible thing. But I mean, when I look at my track record, every time that I've had this red, this, this idea pop up and debated if it's a red flag or not, it hasn't indeed been a red flag. And my decision to continue on with said person, be it friendship or dating, those red flags just became stronger. But at the same time, I don't think that means that you shouldn't explore a bit more after seeing a red flag because how do you know in that moment that it truly is a red flag and it's not just you misinterpreted, misinterpreting something? And I do think that people maybe do deserve a chance. It depends what it is. But, I mean, I was getting triggered by... Literally like tiny little comments that I don't think I would have picked up on a year ago. But I feel like becoming more aware of yourself when you see somebody else acting in a certain way. There's, I feel like you can become aware when there's unauthenticity somewhere. Or when something just doesn't seem right. But then there's the question of 
do people have to be perfect? <laughs> I, I just find it kind of hard navigating relationships. And I'm not just talking about dating. A lot about dating, but... I think I've tried now to not overthink everything. I talk about that all the time. But then I talk about how thinking is good. It's all very confusing. I'm sorry. But what I mean is, when I say don't overthink, don't overthink the things that you don't have enough information on. You can analyze all you want from this one speck of information, but you need enough data to make a decision. And most of the time you are having assumptions unless you've tried to talk to the person. But this is where it gets interesting. Let's say you have an assumption about somebody and you think that uh, they're reacting badly. Or let's say, let's say, okay, let's say you've gone on a few dates with someone and there's something that you feel triggered by. Maybe they're a bit of a know-it-all. And that bothers you because you, you're just kind of sharing things about your life and every single comment that they, you say, they kind of try to tell you the right way to do things. And at first, it, it kind of might just seem innocent, like they're, maybe they're just trying to impress you or um, you don't know, like they're just trying to be helpful. You can't just assume that they are being overbearing with their comments. And what do I mean by overbearing? I mean um, trying to kind of tell you how to live their life, thinking that they know better than you. You can't assume that by someone just kind of sounding a bit like a know-it-all. So let's say you, um, that's kind of your first clue, and then the next thing that happens is uh, you you say you want to do something, and then they disagree with you and say that it's the wrong choice. That That is a bit of a weird thing to do, especially if you don't like, if you don't know the person very well. They don't have enough information about you to know what you should and shouldn't do. And you are your own person. And I do feel this a lot as a girl. A lot of times in the dating world, guys do tell me what I do, what I, what I should do. And I don't know if this is what guys assume girls want to hear. That to, to make them feel protected or secure in a relationship. But for me, it, it really makes me uncomfortable. But that's because of my past and being having really toxic, controlling relationships. Um, someone telling me that they think I'm doing the wrong thing, um, that triggers me. So then it goes in my head, okay, is this triggering me because I'm being told not to do something and I'm not open to discussion or is this person being controlling? So 
when this situation arises, I have to look at it logically and decide, okay, have I done the research that I need to do for this decision that I'm making for myself? Is there some reason why I should be wrong? Is there some reason why I should be taking this person's advice? If you take the other person out of the equation and you just think about yourself and you think, have I done the right steps to feel secure with my decision? Do I need more advice? Do I want this person's advice? And if the answer is no, then you should be able to say, you know, I, I was just trying to kind of share this with you. I, I don't actually need your advice on this, but, but thanks. And I think it's important to see how they react because a red flag is when you kind of deny their opinion. Someone with narcissistic qualities is going to react defensively, almost as if you're attacking them with opposing their opinion. And these are things that I didn't use to pick up on. And it's why I would end up in very toxic scenarios. And, and that's kind of the first step of actually uh, being controlled is, is someone trying to slowly just tell you, oh, you shouldn't make this decision. You should make this decision. I know better. Just listen to me. And it can seem very comforting and very um, helpful at first. But when you really break it down, why does the person feel the need to force their opinions on you? Do they think that you don't know how to make your own decisions? Do they think that you need their support? Are they? Why do they feel they need to impress you or need to stand taller than you? And... Um, but another point that I want to make is, is I know I'm focusing a lot kind of on interpreting the other person, but really the thing that does matter in all this is your reaction to it because you're never going to be able to fully understand the other person's motives and it, it really is all assumptions. And how I've been learning to navigate things to keep myself safe, I guess you could say, or just to keep my relationships uh, strong and um, to keep myself in a place that doesn't turn into a very anxious, bad situation, I, I just get noticed when I am triggered. And then I decide to listen to the trigger or I just kind of put it in the back of my head. But one thing to note is if it is someone who is a bit possessive and controlling, if this is someone that you've let into your life, when you bring it up that you're feeling triggered or that you're feeling upset, almost guaranteed they're going to try to make you feel crazy about it. 
and they're going to flip it around to kind of blame you or tell you that you're the one that's on a power trip or that you're the one that uh, is unreasonable. And that's what makes this so hard because somebody that, like me, who has developed a lot of anxiety around this sort of thing, my automatic instinct is almost always that I am in the wrong. And it's taken me a long time to actually kind of stand up for myself. And when I finally have developed this courage to stick to my gut and stick to what I have carefully thought out to be true, <laughs> and I say it, and then the person turns around and tells me that I'm a bad person or that I'm being unreasonable or that I am the crazy one, it's, it's very anxiety inducing and it's very hard. But I think what has gotten me through these scenarios lately is that I've put in the time to understand myself and to work on loving myself and it's really been able to put me in a place where I can take that type of attitude towards me and instead of fully inter internalizing it, I, I do still feel hurt from it because most likely this was someone I was getting close with, either by friendship or, relation or dating, and then it's, it's falling apart as I'm trying to be vulnerable. So it obviously, it's going to hurt, but I don't internalize the blame and I don't start hating myself for it. Because it's so much easier in a sense to just agree with them. When someone so, has such a strong, hard head, it's so much easier to just go along with it, with what they want, to just kind of humor them, I guess, because they so strongly need to be right. And that's what I used to do for, I guess, most of my life. I would just agree with these people. And I would never take the time to listen to the things that were bothering me. And that would put me in some pretty unstable situations. When you are triggered, it is important, and it is important to reflect upon it. Don't try to think that you're crazy for thinking something. You're triggered for a reason, and your instincts are most likely correct. Sometimes they might not be. Sometimes maybe there, there is an exaggeration, or maybe there's something else going on, and you're very insecure about something, but... That's the whole point of listening to the trigger, to, to really break it down. And, and you have to be humble about this. You have to really strip yourself of pride. That's the only way that I think this works. Because you have to go and say, am I being insecure? Am I jealous? Am I being unreasonable? Is this related to something else? Or... What really makes sense here? And, and it is painful at first to kind of put those 
I guess, labels on yourself. And But I, I think it's important because once you've done it to yourself and if you've just, if you've determined whether it's stemming, the trigger is stemming from you or is it really stemming from a red flag, then, then you can't really be hurt by it because you've already established where it's coming from and you can work on it if it comes from yourself. I don't know if any of this has made sense. I hope it has. <laughs> I, I wish I could give more specifics and examples, but I don't really feel like it's appropriate. <laughs> um, it was nice to record another episode, and I, I'm hoping to be back soon. I hope that you enjoyed this, and um, stay tuned for next time. Have a good night.